The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Hour number two, 713-780. ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. Also can uh, get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. You're good to go. Twitter is at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R. At A.J. is the real. At Aaron is Blitz. At Degenerates975. Can text the show. You know the number for that. Watch us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ESPN975 as we wind down into the last days of the Blitz. Not quite there yet, but just everyone's a gift, my friends. Because we're going to both have some time off here coming up. So not as many shows left as you might think. Um, Hey, I, I usually don't get into trailers for stuff. Because most of the time it's... You know, the, the trailers are always like they give you the best stuff. Yeah. Did either of you see the trailer for the Sopranos prequel on HBO? No. Yes. I did not. Uh, I don't know that I want a Sopranos prequel. Uh, I didn't. I had no interest. You might now. Yeah. I watched that trailer and I am like, oh, man, I am so into this. So so watch it on the next break. It's, uh, it, it, it's pretty badass. And that kid, I mean, no surprise that he looks like a young Tony Soprano. But uh, I, I, I'm, I'm all about it now. I, I was not going to, honestly, I, I was not going to watch it. But now I'm like, oh, I think this could be really, really good. So uh, just quick TV update because they were asking me on Twitch what I thought of episode two of Rick and Morty. Uh, I, I thought it was too all over the place, kind of, kind of a lot like the season four ones that they were funny, but. You know, it was the writers being too cute. I thought episode one was great. One of the best ones in a while. Second one, not so much. And then episode three of Loki. Also, kind of felt like a filler episode to me. And how many episodes do they have of that thing? Three. There have been three so far. And how many are there total? I don't know, but it, the first two I were... I heard six. Okay, the first two were excellent. This one, it was just like, okay. You can have filler episodes if you only have I know. Six I, I'm like, I'm sitting there watching for 45 minutes and I go, okay, what happened? I think the big, the supposedly the big reveal was Loki admitting he was bisexual. Six episodes in season one. Yeah. Uh, Everyone, you can tell Loki's bisexual. I didn't even know yeah. Loki liked chicks. I just assumed maybe he was just regular old gay. Mm. But come on. You yeah. saw, you see Loki, you know. Uh, yeah. Look how he dresses. And you know no what? Offense, but I, I kind of think he's a he handsome. ain't hiding it. I think he's a handsome man. Plus, it's Pride Month. It's about time Loki comes out. He carries that fancy mm. stick and everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, well, he different. could also be a hiker, but he dresses a lot more like a gay guy than a hiker. True. And to it, when one mentioned Bosch's back, yeah, I blasted through that Saturday. Uh, I'm, I'm going to miss that show. It's one of those that I'm like, I don't really need another season. And then I watched this season, and they ended it really well, but I'm kind of like, damn, I'm going to miss that show. So I asked, will the Blitz still be called the Blitz if Fred leaves too? Is it the people or the time slot that make it? It's a combination. And, I, I, and if I leave as well, 
then I don't really know what it's going to be called because I don't have anything to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> and neither will AJ. <laughs> It'll be up to Aaron. Aaron can decide what to call it. But, I mean, guys, it's like plus 350 that I'm going to leave to. Maybe 250. Depends on the day. Speaking of which, the odds came out for Derek Lewis. They dropped on Bet Online. Uh, so just for reference, Cyril Gaon fought Alexander Volkov on Saturday. Alexander Volkov, you may remember, is the guy that was he was kind of giving Derek Lewis the business, and then Derek Lewis, it with eleven seconds left in the fight, basically knocked his head all the way off. It, well, they reattached his head, and he fought Cyril Gaon on Saturday. And Volkov was a plus 130 dog against Gaon. Gaon beat him in a five-round unanimous decision. The odds on Derek Lewis versus Cyril Gaon, Derek Lewis is a plus 265 dog. Can I get that right now? You can get that right now. Okay. I think there's gold in them there, Hills. Yeah. Like that, I, that doesn't make sense to me. I, 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 like, I could see if they made Derek a dog, but like plus one twenty, plus one thirty, because that's. I mean, listen, Derek is often an underdog. Derek is this Cyril Gaon. He's got a six pack. Uh, he he moves fast. He he's a he's an impressive athlete. We've seen we've seen what Derek Lewis could do. Like we all know, he's not out of any fight. Uh, and this is and it, even more appealing. Cyril Gaon is not the kind of guy who's going to take Derek Lewis down to the ground. I don't picture that happening. So, if you're willing to stand and trade bombs for five rounds with Derek Lewis, and I'm getting, I'm getting plus money, not just plus money, plus two sixty five, and it's here in Houston. That can't hurt. Yeah, I gotta take that. I gotta take that. Because, you know, we've seen this with Derek. I mean. How many fights has he had, had where, well, the Nganu fight was not it was terrible. Afraid. Yeah. Yeah. How many times were, has he been in a fight where he hasn't landed a big punch, at least, that, that rocks the guy? None. I mean. Well, I mean, you know what? That, that's not the Daniel Cormier fight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Daniel Cormier was never really in trouble. Yeah. Because Cormier was defensively so good. Yeah. It, it kind of took away from what Derek does best. Well, this guy's not Cormier. Cormier is. One of the best in the business. Yeah. And Derek took that on short notice so he could get a title fight. Dude, plus 265, I'm all about it. Currently not up on my bookie yet that I've seen. Mm. Um, so the, the big reveal with Loki was the TVA is lying about how they recruit people to join. Plus, it's the perfect act, too. The main characters are at their lowest place. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was just, it, it was just boring. It, it, to me, it was a wasted episode. And... You know, I, and I, I, I love the first two, and I was really excited. And then you kind of drop this on me, and I'm like, I got nothing out of that. That's like sex without a finish. Yeah, you know, it's just like no, no, not punning on it because I've already invested in three episodes, and there's only three more. But I, I had higher expectations for this show than a third episode that was just crap, and that's what it was. Well, I haven't started watching yet, so oh, you won't like the third episode. I'll just tell you, but. uh Brother Bear has thoughts on House of the Dragon. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but HBO made it very clear that they didn't want Benioff and Weiss anywhere near that. You know, the guys who did Game of Thrones? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like they're not, they basically are going to get as far away from them as possible, as far away from their writers. And uh, they, 
are distancing themselves from Benioff and Weiss. Hmm. Which I know the ending was bad. What was? Is it really worth that? I don't know. It seems like a lot. Mm. Uh, Brad says, um, "My bookie has it at plus one seventy five now." So mm-hmm. okay, I, I still apparently, think apparently I, I think there's value in that still too. I, but apparently, there's a lot of people who realize that 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 line. That's what we call a queer line. No, yeah. no offense to Loki. Yeah. yeah, when you and I talked about it, at like. 215, 230, that's when I checked and it wasn't up. So, yeah, that, it, that didn't make sense the, to me. Took the cue from your guys and then went, uh, that's still not, that's too high. Uh, thoughts on McGregor, that being official? Uh, on it being official? I mean, uh, on, on the uh, McGregor Poirier three fight, which is uh, coming up next month, right? Yeah. Yeah. Your, uh, your thoughts on that one? I mean, I, I don't know that I've seen anything from, from Connor in the last few months that make me think that it'll go any differently than the second one did. I think when Connor fought Dustin the first time, it was a different Dustin one, but it was also, I mean, I think Connor was fully committed. His whole life was about fighting. And I, I don't think that's it anymore. I think at some point it becomes, uh, it, it it's for him. It's more about fighting. And, uh, it, it, it's it's less about fighting and more about making money. So, um, yeah, I, I I think that that Connor's not he's he's never going to be the same beast that he was. I, he's still, he's always going to be a draw. He's always going to put on a show. Um, but yeah, I I I I think Dustin is just the better guy right now. And it, it's hard to fault Connor. He's made his money. Yeah, he yeah. Made, he made a bunch off the uh, Mayweather fight. He made a bunch off selling that whiskey, and. You know, the at some point, the the drive to go out there and get your face beat in for another paycheck, you know, it's not as important for him to win because, like you said, he's still a he's still a draw. Yep. And yeah, you know, I'm just a lot of people asking about that, and we haven't had much uh, conversation about it. But uh, this is how how can Connor check those leg kicks next time? <laughs> well, mm. all right. So next segment. I have something I want to get to. The uh, worst NFL head coaches in history for each NFL team. Ooh. Which I think could be very fun. Uh, USA Today did this, to, and uh, well, I mean, it's USA Today, but um, there's some intriguing ones on here. And okay. there's some guys you will have forgotten about. I am going to disagree with their Texans' choice. Uh, well, I assume that, I, well, I I have a feeling I haven't seen the list, but I'm going to assume the name that they're going to give, and I also disagree with it. Okay, well, I hope we're assuming the same name. Okay, all right. Tell the uh, people about hoops. Pro Dunk Hoops, ProDunkHoops.com. That's where you would go to get the best basketball goal in the entire world. And how is it the best? You might ask. Well, it's 75 percent thicker steel than any goal on the market that you can get in the big box stores. Uh, it's got a, a a shatterproof backboard. The glass is so thick. That if it breaks or cracks for any reason, they'll just replace the they'll they'll replace it for free, just like that. And they're all adjustable from five feet to ten feet with the turn of a handle, so any age can play, any age can get out there and make baskets and have fun, because that's what it's all about. And they've got a setup for whatever situation you got. You want it mounted to your house? Cool, they got that. You want it in your driveway? They got that. You want to put it in your backyard? They they could set you up there. Uh, you want a fully portable version? They've got that. It's called the Bear. 
Uh, if you got a picky homeowners association, that's the way to go. And like I said, all adjustable from five to 10 feet, no matter what model you choose. Guys, go to ProDunkHoops.com. Get your kids out of the house this summer. Get them off the video games. Get them off the social media and get them hooping it up. That's ProDunkHoops.com. For a spark, but I buy you with a by the sky. Low clouds, mesmerized, low eyes, floating on the doja. I'm breezing. Now I'm feeling for some lunch. Tacos a go-go. Digest it with the roll of the stroll. Then I'm back on the road. Where to next on this Sunday afternoon? It's looking like it's going to rain. This is The Blitz on ESPN. 97.5. You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back. The Culture Map Tastemaker Awards are back as well. Celebrating the top talent in Houston's restaurant and bar communities. Join us July 22 at Silver Street Studios for our signature in-person tasting event and award ceremony. Come celebrate all the nominees like Restaurant of the Year, Bar of the Year, Best Neighborhood Restaurant, and more. We'll unveil the 2021 winners, and you'll sample bites and sip specialty drinks along the way. Get your VIP and GA tickets now at culturemap.com slash TM. And uh, my favorite bars on the uh, best bars list, Houston Backyard. So hopefully they'll win. And if not, it's rigged. I'm just kidding. They do a good job with that, so uh, go and check it out. All right, worst coaches in every NFL team's history. Okay. Would you like? Uh, do you want to? Let's go NFC East first because I'd, I'd like to see how many. I'd like to see if you can guess the Cowboys. Oh. Um. It's not going to be Jason Garrett, even though no. I, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, that Jason Garrett was. It was never good, but it, the, I guess the Cowboys have been around so long they've had worse. Dave Campo's probably the Dave worst Campo, in the my life. Dave Campo, the only Cowboys coach to finish his tenure with a winning percentage below 500. He won only 15 games in three years and never made the playoffs. Okay. Uh, Washington is... I'll give you some of these because some, some of them are just from the 70s. Washington Spurrier. Spurrier. Eagles Eagles is a guy named Jerry Williams, 69 to 71. I've never heard of him. Me either. Uh, and I was born. And the Giants, Bill Arnsparger. I would have never gotten that one either. Yeah. yeah, if it's before my lifetime, I won't yeah, get it. That's, I'm just telling you now. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm giving you those. Okay. The Bears, they have someone called Abe Gibron from 72 to 74. One of my favorite Abes. Uh, they called him Honest Abe Gibron. Yeah, he was second behind Lincoln in my power rankings. Um. And third in there was the Abe from Outlaw Josie Wales who tried to shoot him and then got, got All right. killed. Vikings. Uh, you probably won't remember this guy. Les Steckel, 84. No. All right. Lions. You'll get this one. Oh. 16 is a pretty good Oh, it's Marinelli. <laughs> yeah. I, was just, I mean, listen, they've just recently uh, moved on from one that was yeah pretty rough. That, well, I mean, actually, if we were to take the most guys who could make this list on one team, the Lions are probably up the there. The Lions are up there. All right, how about the Packers? This one's um, in your lifetime, but you were young. I don't know. I'm stumped. Lindy Infante. Oh, I probably would have said Mike. Name. I probably would have said Mike Sherman, but okay. Falcons. Uh, Bob. Petrino. Bob Petrino. Ding ding ding. Panthers. Mm. Super Bowl winning coach. Oh, George Seifert. Yeah. Saints. In my lifetime? 
Yes. Oh, uh, uh, Ditka. Ditka. <laughs> Although, I, I, there were some pretty bad Saints coaches in, before Ditka, but that was a bad one. Buccaneers. I totally forgot this guy was there. Is it in my lifetime? Because the Bucks It's very were- much in your lifetime, yes. Uh, Greg Schiano. It is Greg Schiano. I was going to say, the Bucks yeah. were bad for a long time before I existed. Okay, this this one to me is that this I would say is a free throw, except there's another guy that could you could easily make the same answer. And they're both recent. 49ers. Ooh. Singletary or Tom Sula. Yeah, that's a tough one, right? Uh boy. Can't do it. Okay, it is Singletary. It is Singletary. Uh, well. But, I mean, I, no one would fault you for guessing either one of those. Uh, Rams. You know, he, like, he got fired from his high school coaching job. Yeah, that's 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 bad. Like, Remember, remember the time that we shined him off at the Super Bowl to keep Craig Gass yes. on for an extra segment? Yes. Can't do it. It's like, do we really want to talk to this guy? Okay, uh, Rams. Oh... And this one's in my lifetime too. Huh? Yeah, yeah. And we're not talking about the St. Louis Rams. No, uh, they they would have been. Uh, no, they would have been St. Oh, they Louis were the Rams St. Louis Rams. Yeah. Uh, it hasn't been that long since they've been the St. Louis. I know. Rams. Uh, you won't even remember him. Spagnolo. Being there. Spagnolo. Okay, very good. Cardinals. I feel like they've had a lot of bad coaches yeah, too. I, this one's pretty far back. Two thousand. Oh, oh, I don't even Dave remember. McGinnis. Parlayed I one. thought he was like a, an interim coach. He, he was an interim coach, and he got the full-time job after going 1-8. and eight. Oh, okay. Uh, and he was there for three seasons. They were last in the division every year. Uh, Seahawks. This one's uh, early 90s. I won't remember. Tom Flores, who was damn good with mm, the Raiders, but yeah. not so much with the Seahawks. Patriots. This is 1990. Uh, pre pre Parcells, pre Belichick, pre what was Carol, that guy's name, right? Uh, he he only had one year, right? One in fifteen. One in fifteen. What was his name? Robert uh, Russ. It's Rod Russ. Rod. Rod? Russ. Oh, yeah. okay. That's okay. I'm giving it to you. Okay. Uh, the Bills was seventy six. Somebody called Jim Ringo. I don't. I, I'm a Why? Bills fan, and I don't know of Jim Ringo. Why, Jim Ringo? You look like somebody <laughs> just walked all over your grave. Maybe one of the most famous bad coaches for the Jets. If you can't get this one, it erases all the ones you got right. Oh, because I'm thinking of two guys. It's a, okay, but my, this again, this is mid '90s, so you're awful young. Oh, well, then it's Rich Kotite. It is Rich. I Kotite. was thinking about Adam Gase. Adam maybe. Gase. He says maybe you're expecting Adam Gase, but the Kotite era was even more depressing. They won only four games during his two seasons and scored over 20 points only 10 times. There you go. Uh, Dolphins? Mm. Give me like a a general era. Uh, Mid-2000s. Cam Cameron? Cam Cameron it is. Man, you're killing this. He w- he was not good. No. How long was he there though? Uh, one year. Oh. His lone win as a coach came against Baltimore, which they say is maybe the most embarrassing loss in franchise history. Then he was hired as the Ravens' offensive coordinator. Fired late in the 2013 season, and the team went on to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. All right, Bengals. Lots of contenders here. This is mid 90s. Uh, Shula, Dave Shula. It is Browns. Boy, that's a tough one. <laughs> uh, I. 
This feels like a slam dunk to me. I, I mean, Freddie Kitchens, Hugh Hugh Jackson, uh, and that's I'm not even going back to like the '80s Browns. Like I, I, I'll go with. I'll go with Hugh Jackson. He was so bad this yeah, first couple uh, of years. And, and they even say you have to be incompetent to make Freddie Kitchens look like a bright young coaching mind. One in 31 oh. was Hugh Jackson's record. So that yeah. Freddie Kitchens is not good, though. No, I mean, it, but again, I, that one's... All right, the Ravens, you got to go back to the mid-90s. The Ravens... They've only had three head coaches since they've become the Ravens. They've had uh, Jeff Harbaugh or, 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 or John. Or Spanky. I get confused. Uh, John Harbaugh. Brian Billick, and so it, it can't be one of those two guys. No, nope. there's only one other it? guy. It was um, here's a hint: Marcha Broda. It was Marcha Broda. Yeah, I was gonna say he came over from the Colts. Yep, uh, the Steelers. This one's tough. That's another one who they have. They've had three coaches. They've had three coaches all time. Yeah. Chuck Knoll, Bill Cower, and Mike and Tomlin. My, Tom, my Tomlin's the worst, which is crazy. But yeah. yeah, I think Cower's the worst. But they, but I can see Tomlin. All right, Jaguars. This one's easy. Not your doppelganger. No, we'll go with uh, uh, the guy from Seattle. Gus, Gus Bradley yeah. was terrible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Titans, which were the Oilers, then uh, that's seventy-two. Bill Peterson. I, I vaguely remember that. Uh, the Colts. This is mid eighties, probably before your time. Yeah, I, Rod I don't know. Dauhauer. I've never heard of Rob Dauhauer. All right, uh, I'm going to save the Texans for last. Chiefs. Um. Ooh. Todd Haley. Um, they go with his replacement, Romeo Crennel. Close, yeah. The 2012 team went two and 14 under Cornell, despite finishing the season with six Pro Bowlers, and then Andy Reid turned it around the next year. Broncos. I want to say there's there's two choices here. Is Vance Joseph one of the choices? Uh, He's yes. Josh McDaniels is the other one. Yes, so it's one of those two. I think it's pretty subjective either way. I, I I will say Vance Joseph. Yeah, they took McDaniel's, but I I could I'll give you credit. Josh McDaniel's went to the playoffs. He did, but he also they say he made the Tim Tebow era possible. And they went to the punished. playoffs. Vance Joseph didn't yeah. get him to the playoffs. No, no. They need Tim Tebow. All right, Raiders. Oh, that's another one with a. Um, I even forgot this guy was there. Is he? Uh, what what is the guy's name? Big fat black guy. Mm, you're thinking Art Shell. No. That's way back in the day. No. Maybe I am thinking of the wrong guy. It's I don't know. Dennis Allen. I forgot he was oh, there. Oh, I forgot about Dennis Allen, yeah. too. Dennis Allen went into, like, the worst situation ever. And Chargers. This goes around 2000. Uh, former college coach. His last name was Riley. Yeah, Mike Riley. Mike Riley. Who finished with a 292 career winning percentage. Yeah, I... I, I couldn't remember his name. I know he, he was bad. He he had like, he, they, I I think the 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 Chargers went like two and fourteen, and everyone thought he was going to be fired. It was like yeah. a home run, and then he didn't get fired. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, it like whoever came in next like turned him around right away. All right, uh, to your teams. Well, 
Bill O'Brien would make the uh, worst GM in team history by far. In Slam fact, dunk. In fact, NFL history. Yeah. But what about head coach? I hope they're not rude enough to put David Cully down. They're not. Okay. I think it has to be Dom Capers. I mean, unless you're going to count an interim guy. Like, Romeo was pretty bad. Uh, Wade Phillips didn't win a game as the interim. But Dom Capers, like, he was... He he, he he never made the playoffs. He's the only one of their coaches who hasn't made the playoffs. And... I don't, I don't. Yeah, he. Didn't, I think he had one winning season. Um, you know, now in, in his defense, he was also taking over an expansion sure. team that was very poorly put together by Charlie Casserly. I'm going to go with with. Uh, I'm going to go with Wade Phillips, and I know. Okay. I, I mean, I know you're an interim, but you know the team didn't win a game. You're right, but I. I mean, how many was it? Like five. I thought I thought it was like a one seven that year. I thought it was less than that. And 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 even then, I'll take Romeo second. Okay, so Romeo could technically be the worst on two teams. Which that tells cool. you how nice of a guy Dom Capers is. No one wants to say bad stuff about him. Uh, and I like Dom. Dom was uh, and you know Dom obviously had his flaws as a coach, but he also he was a genius when it came to defense. Like he could go into his office. And just joke around. It's like, hey, coach, what do you what would you do if the offense came out in a in a in a run and shoot alignment with four wides? And it was like, in Art, the only other guy I met like that was Art Browse, and this long before he was you know supporting uh, bad things. And I mean, he would just draw you out this ridiculous defense in a matter of seconds. And this guy does this, and this guy does this, and you read this guy, and you read this guy, and, and it was like watching a professor put some math thing on the on the board that you'd never understand. And I mean, he was just brilliant at stuff like that. His, his his flaw was, like, when he was calling a defense, and and I know it kind of fell apart late in the uh, Packers era. But when he was calling a defense, he did a great job with it. When he let other people do it and just tried to tell them, um, the, the coach of the Broncos now was his defensive coordinator here, and he was terrible. Yeah, and that's going back a ways because it's early in the Texans days, and obviously the guys learned a lot since then. But I mean, the dude, the dude was a genius, and he was the nicest guy. He would sit there, and if you expressed interest in something like that. You know, you, you had a friend for life because he was just, he would just go, I mean, and, and I, I really like Dom. So it's hard for me to say he was a bad coach. I mean, he had bad results and that definitely probably makes you a bad coach. He, you know, he wasn't as good as he was with the Panthers, but Art, Art could do the same thing. He'd sit down there and I, I just, I used to love just watching those guys do that and picking their brains on stuff. It's a shame that they're both disgraced now. Uh, good job on that. I think you got probably. I want to say you got ninety percent of those. There's huh? a lot of easy. There's a lot well, of easy ones. And there's a lot of draw. And a lot of them I've never. Yeah. I like are before my time. So that's yeah. All right, we're going to take a very quick break. One of these days, we'll go through the worst coaches at UH and UT, and I'll have to. I have to do that myself. I go through and get all the Texas schools. I mean, Dana Dismal at UH is yeah. easy. And you liked him too. You wanted him to succeed. Uh, well, not not as much as Tony. Yeah, you liked him too. I, I liked Tony a lot. Dana, I was I was kind of iffy on for a lot of reasons. All right, we'll be right back. It's the Blitz on ESPN ninety seven five nine two five. can't get enough of your favorite ESPN 97.5 show. We've got just the thing for you, and it's not f-ing safe for work. Won't somebody please think of the children? 
for all the uncensored interaction. Head over to twitch.tv slash ESPN 97.5. Say what? This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN. So no Jerome today? No, he said he was too busy gallivanting doing Astros stuff. Probably hanging Mm. out with his buddy Jim Crane. Yeah. Well, it sounds like he's playing golf with Jim Crane, except have you seen the weather today? Not great. Yeah. Uh, but, I was just telling Twitch, it, it's still confidential. I will announce it as soon as I'm able to. But we have a big guest in studio next Wednesday that you guys will be excited about. So just throwing that out there. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'll make sure I'm back Wednesday because I'm, well, we're going camping this weekend. So Monday, I'm not going to be here, but I'm flying out Monday night for a quick one day trip and we'll be back Tuesday night. So I will not be here Monday, Tuesday. And then next Thursday. Well, we're not on on Monday anyways. <laughs> yeah, excuse we're me. Not? No, no shows no. on Monday. Oh. Well, damn. The observed holiday. Yep. Uh, next Thursday, there's a special edition of the Blitz where Fred Fowler will be working with Lance Zerline. Really? Yeah. That's exciting. Uh, Lance and I are doing the old swap a I'm going to do the morning show that day. And, uh, and Lance is going to do the afternoon show. I've got... Um, and I'm off next Friday cause I'll, I'll be coaching in the, the world series for my, my kid's team. Um, but on Thursday, like everybody, go, everybody in the, like all the kids that are going to the world series, uh, go to the Astros game. Yeah. And then they have like a skills competition in the evening. So, uh, I'm going to do the mornings. Lance will do afternoons and then Friday the game starts. So I'll be out on Friday. So, all right. I'm, I'm just asking, I'm just asking you and not. Not the listeners, so you guys don't have to pay attention for a second. So, is there any chance of a Zerline Granado divorce? Is this is this a possibility? A long term divorce? Uh, no, I'm this just, is oh. just okay. This so is this just is Lance just, stepping out on damn. John for mm. a, a day, and because you know John getting a little of this AJ action, and mm. Lance mm. going to sprinkle a little bit on you, yeah, a little I mean, bit of his love. Because there's, there's a lot of uncertainty right now. I was just thinking, hey, maybe maybe this is uh, this is something that might work out. <laughs> I think honestly, the the most safe situation. There's probably going to be a lot of change eventually. Like when once I leave, I think there's going to be a lot of change in the air. I think it's safe to assume that John and Lance will remain. That, that might be my safest bet. Okay, I was just hoping if things really shook up and one of those guys, yeah, because you I, never know. I would, I'd love to work with either one of those guys. You never know. Hell, I'll even go be a third guy on the bench. How's that? That'd be great. <laughs> would you be stats guy? Like but they Dell talk is and you just come in. Oh yeah, well, okay, never mind. I'm not. I'm not good enough for that. I mean, what are we gonna do with Dell? Mm-hmm. Okay, never mind. Guess I'll have to work with somebody else. Just got my hopes up. I mean, Dell would probably like it. He wouldn't have to wake up as early. But you'll have to run the board. Yeah, I'm not listening. I'm not listening to you, Jeffrey. Yeah, that's, that one's not working. Um, I don't know, man. I. Uh, Okay, but it'll be fun doing a show with Lance. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, everybody said that. I mean, not as fun as me, but it'll be all right. Well, listen, I, I, I hate to break it to you because I, I, for the record, I'm very happy to keep doing the show with you for a long time, except you're, you're leaving. So I have to also be prepared for what's next. I, I, and then 
you know, yeah, I'm not, I mean, we still have plenty of shows to do, but they're getting fewer and far, farther between. Oh. And uh, so I need to, uh, you know, I need to be looking ahead. That's all. You know, uh, Jetter Bean reminds me that that's a Thursday, which means I'll be there to throw some, make some shade. Mm, great. You can do it all at me like everybody else does. I'm going to throw it at Aaron because he won't be in town. <laughs> So fair enough, eh. but, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, that'll be fun though. Uh, but man, I didn't realize we already had Monday off. I would have taken Wednesday too then. Well, but then you'd miss the big guest. Yeah. Well, I know. Plus, frankly, I, uh, I'd like to get in as many of these shows as possible before the end. Well, yeah. Cause that, cause we have fun together. We do. We do. I've, I've, I've come to appreciate your attitude a lot more. <laughs> I'll just say that because I have an awesome attitude. Eh, it's just uh, you know, can have fun and not have to worry about somebody wanting to beat you up. That's all. <laughs> and um, yeah, but no, but I, he's here till like July thirtieth will be the last show. And you know, that's guess guess what's coming in two days. Well, tomorrow is is the first ju- of July. Yeah, tomorrow is Ju, ju- uh, June thirtieth. So it's like yeah. we're well, tomorrow's one month away. Yeah. Oh, you guys Which are going to miss me when I'm gone. They're going to go by fast, too. I don't know who's going to replace me, but I can assure you he won't be as lovable as I. Everyone loves me. Mm. Pretty much my entire radio career, I've been I've been universally loved. No one ever says, F-A-J, I hate that guy. No, they always <laughs> love me. That's because they all hate me, apparently. Yeah. It's you're pretty much new, universal. You're the new hated guy. Not sure why. I've, I've always... Oh, uh, I could tell you, but I'll save it for off air. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. I, I, I will... Uh, I'll take it. Doesn't matter. I, I love everybody. Uh, so, yeah, it's a good question. So, can you get RJ to come on one more time? I bet we could. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, and... He can brag about stealing you. <laughs> he was very worried about how you would feel. Uh, I no, I, I as I told you, you know, I think it's a great opportunity. That's what I told him. I was like, dude, Fred's not going to be mad at me for for taking advantage of a great opportunity like that. He's not going to be mad at you for giving me a great opportunity. That wouldn't make much sense. No. And 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 honestly, just like I wouldn't have expected AJ to be mad at me if I got everything up and running and decided it was time to leave because it would be better you know and and, um it i i I, radio shows can't last forever no ours has lasted a lot longer than it was supposed to let's face it It, i mean we outlasted any potential expectations i would say yeah there's no way this thing was ever supposed to last this long and, and i'm glad that it did and i'm i'm glad in a way i'm glad it's ending before you know, because I, I feel like we there's a couple more years left in this thing if we kept doing it. Beyond that, well, that's now you're getting into territory that just nobody ever does. And the people who have done it that long, when I listen to them, I can tell it's like we're we're just here for the paycheck. Yeah. I never wanted to get to that, uh, but I mean, I'm, I'm I'm excited for AJ, and it, and it's not like he's dying. We're gonna have him on the show. Um, I'm gonna see him out there. For, hell, we're gonna partner up in that poker tournament. Uh, it's, it's not the, uh, end. I am like anybody else. I am, uh, very, I don't want to say concerned because I feel like there's a lot of people that I can work with and do a really good show and it'll be different. It's not going to be the same show. There's people we could have that'll make it close. There's people that we can have that'll make it completely different, but really good. But you know, it, it is an unknown and 
there's a lot of little things that, that and I've told AJ off air that I've come to appreciate over the last, especially over the last few days about working with AJ. And I don't know how it's going to play out with somebody else. So I, I'm, you know, I'm going to give it a shot, but you know, it, it's been, we've been doing this together a long freaking yeah. time. And it's one thing to have fill in shows where the guys are great. It's another thing when you got to come in day after day and have great content and keep people interested and keep people intrigued and build up an audience. And, you know, I don't know if I have that in me. I'm going to find out. And if I don't, then, you know, well, I'll be playing the entire World Series of Poker this year instead of just four events. <laughs> so we shall see. The whole damn thing. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm – um, yeah, you know what? Before the new program director gets here, I got to give you my days off for that month so that they're already on the thing. Okay. So they can't come in and say, you're leaving during football season? I'm like, yeah, it's World Series yeah, of Poker. too late, bud. Yeah. I'm going to take, take uh, five days off. I'll approve them. I'll approve <laughs> any, any vacation requests before I leave will be approved. Uh, whoever's sitting in that chair is really going to hate it because I think I'm gone that same week. Well, that, that mm. sounds like their problem, not yep. mine. You guys can tell me whatever you want now. I don't care. Like, it's not my problem anymore. Yeah, I just want it on that thing you send out so whoever comes next can limp. Oh, he's October 24th through the... Okay. Well, I guess that... I can't remember the exact date, but that Tuesday will be day three of the tag team when we're at the final table. So, yeah. Uh, so who gets custody of the viewers? Guess what? You, It's not like that. You can... Uh, you're going to still be able to... Well, I don't I don't know how much AJ's going to do on, on the actual podcast. I know he's going to do some. Yeah. So you'll still be able to listen. And, you know, and, and whatever we do, I know there's a bunch of people who are going to hate whoever we bring in just because they're not AJ. And there's going to be a bunch of people who, no, there'll be a small amount of people who are, like, glad to be rid of AJ, and they'll give the person a chance. I would just ask whoever it is, whether, and whether it is, whether I am, if I'm not here and it's a new group, I just hope you give them a chance, man. Um, You know, I, I'm, what whatever happens here, it's going to be, it's going to be good people. And, you know, I, I hope everybody... We'll at least give it a chance, however it plays out. Because the Blitzers are, are, you're still a community. Just, uh, you know, we're, we're losing a, a key cog. All right. Quick break. It's a Blitz. ESPN 97.5, This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. Soccer matters. Glenn Davis tonight. Uh, Hugh O'Connors. I will be zipping out there as soon as this show is over. And I'll be going on with Glenn for a couple segments. We're going to talk uh, a little bit about soccer and mainstream media, which, uh, you know, I, I know a lot of people don't realize this. Glenn and I have actually been working together for a, a long time because he wrote for the Chronicle for many years. And I was, I worked with him to help, you know, do, get his soccer columns. And he gave me a lot of great insight on what to do to get people interested in soccer. So, uh, we've actually had a pretty long relationship and I haven't seen Glenn in person since well, well before the Rona. So, uh, looking forward to getting out there. So if there's any blitzers that like 
soccer and are going to be out there for soccer matters, come by and say hello and go out there and get something to eat and decide whether or not I'm having a beer. All right, uh, let's do the Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of the Day. It's the Gym of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler Gym of the Day. All right. God, I got so many good ones. I don't know which one to do. I, I need some help here, guys. Okay. Uh, I've got an Indian priest's wife chopping off his penis after he wanted to marry again. I've got a Wyoming man calling to ask why he wasn't arrested to the police station, and then he got arrested. Uh, On a similar note, man says God told him to go to jail, where he's arrested for meth. A bomb threat over a lack of McDonald's dipping sauce. I heard that story. Uh, It seems excessive, but okay. And, you know, maybe this is kind of a cruel on my part, but, yeah, I think of that Isn't It Ironic song. Don't like, you think? Like, oh, yeah. So like, I, like my dream would be like, okay, let's say I win my first bracelet, at the World Series of Poker, and then I die in an Uber crash on the way to the hotel. Oh, that would be sad. It'd be sad. Be kind of funny. And that's kind of what happened. Or maybe I would die in uh, in my own vehicle. I'll I'll drop you off. I'll take you there. I'll if I'm there with you. Well, except if if we go all the way to the end of that thing, you realize we're finishing at like four in the morning. Oh, that's true. Yeah, and like, you're gonna want to go straight to get the hookers. Mm, oh God, yeah, with that money. Yeah, hookers and blow, brother. Anyway, uh, and then there's this one. Uh, did you see the uh, the crash where the hot air balloon uh, in, in Albuquerque hit uh, power lines and crashed? No. And this is not the gym of the day. This is just I, this is just kind of a sad story. Uh, Susan Montoya was a 65 year old who was killed in it, and she was moving to another. She's a teacher. She's going to move to another school next year, and coworkers pitched in to buy her balloon as right as a gift. Because it was on her bucket list. Kind of, you know, the irony of putting something on your bucket list and it kills you. That sucks. But yeah. at least you got it done. Yeah. I mean, that's a plus. You, you got to People check. People are never going to do bucket list items ever again. Uh, well, I mean, there's some of them, though, you're taking more chances than others, right? Like, I don't really want to get in a balloon. I don't really want to dive out of an airplane. Well, I think that's probably safer. You've done that. Yeah. Uh, I think it's probably safer. Um, I, I don't know, but anyway. So, uh, what are the other ones? Do you guys want as gym of the day? I didn't. I don't. I don't. I don't want a sad one as gym of the day. But I just. I just kind of got that stupid song in my head. Let's do the uh, the meth one. I like meth stories. I, I know meth is uh, meth is a gift that keeps on giving. It's like the fentanyl that doesn't kill you. Yeah. Uh. So, a Louisiana man. I can go to our neighbors, who said God told him to visit a local jail. To get his family out, ended up being behind bars on a drug possession charge. Bobby, I'm going to go with Coach, but it could be Cock, 35, was arrested just after midnight Saturday at Washita Correctional Center, where he drove shortly after the alleged divine intervention and after doing meth. Don't do meth. Now, I, I don't know if meth brings you closer to God. Haven't done meth. Don't know. Uh I've I've had conversations with God like aliens while on weed, so I, I'm sure it's possible. But uh, a guard at the jail called the sheriff's office on a harassment complaint. A guard uh, pointed a sheriff's deputy to the car in the parking lot where the man was sitting. He got out of the car and said, God told him to come here and get his family out. 
He admitted to having used meth before visiting the jail. He accused the, the accused. Wise. All right, now, Wise. if you've just done meth, do you let them search your car? I don't think so. Now, guess what? You'll never guess what they found. Meth. A bag of meth. What a bunch of dope. He was being charged with possession. Don't do meth. He was transported inside the jail. So, yeah, that is your Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The Gym of the Day. It's the Gym of the Day. The Zadok Jeweler Gym of the Day. All right. There's a lot of good choices today. It's just, it was one of those that, uh, like, Aaron does a great job with show prep. Uh, Craig Larson sends us something, like, real early in the morning, and every now and then there'll be some gold on there. And just so happened he had, like, four in a row. And I'm like, wow. And they tend to uh, they tend to not hold up. So I wanted to just kind of hit them all. Not a boy. Uh, Jamie said, I remember listening to you guys when you were in the noon slot back when Julie, Dave, and Jerome were on air. Sad to see it end. Yeah, it's it's uh, I'm sad to see it in too. I I just I I also I'm really excited for what AJ is going to be doing for him and his family. So it's kind of, you know, yeah, it, it sucks that the show's ending, but I, you know, I, I hope in five years all good things come to an end. They say I, I hope we're all five in five years. We've all achieved the goals that we're looking at, and we're having boat drinks somewhere. Yeah, I mean. Pelly asked, is Carbach Eric coming on the next hour? Supposed to be, right? Yep. But he's still on the road, huh? Yes. Well, what do we got to do to get his ass in here? I don't know. Because that would, that would solve my dilemma of whether or not to have a drink tonight, if Eric were here. That's pretty easy. But, uh, yeah. Um, what happened to the AJ going away party for listeners? Well, there'll, there'll be a going away party. You, it's just you'll stop pressuring us I know, I know everybody everybody like it's you guys want us to fast forward to july 30 right now yeah man here's the all right here's the plan whatever you think we have planned we don't have planned just right now email your boss say i'm not coming in on the 30th and then yeah. if something happens good yeah if it does you know what take the 29th and the 30th off that way just in case we don't do something on the 30th we're going to be out on the 29th at over under in Webster. Yeah, and you're going to want to be hung over and come to whatever is on the 30th. Or we're going to do something on the 30th, all right? It's just uh, make your plans now. We just uh we just don't know yet. So, uh somebody want to do you mind reminding everybody what AJ is doing? AJ's going to Vegas to uh manage a podcast network for pregame and he's, it's a great opportunity and you know, it's uh, the thing I've learned it's really hard to do radio your entire career. And I came into it late and you know, had already done a career. It's really hard to be a guy like John Granado that you can it just is. do. I mean, it's, it, I mean, and I mean that in the most complimentary way to John. And I don't think any of us have that in us. So, uh, hopefully Fred and AJ series finale is going to be more satisfying than game of Thrones. I, I can't guarantee that it will be. Mm. It may be wildly disappointing. It may just get dark. <laughs> God, I, I have I have one of the worst jokes ever, and I really want to tell it, and I can't. It just involves Greg Abbott. So well, okay, maybe best you don't. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'll I'll, I'll tell it on Twitch because that way nobody, no, only a few people will hear it. All right, uh, Lawyer Dave, call in. That's because Lawyer Dave is out winning cases. 
winning cases for the blitzers because that is what he does. And uh, guys, if you're in any kind of an accident or you just have a legal question, and if it's not something he does, he's going to, he'll, he'll basically give you a free consultation. He'll tell you where to go. He can put you with the right lawyer. He can refer you to somebody or he'll take your case. And you've been in that accident. It doesn't matter what kind, or if you've been, uh, had hospital problems, uh, you go in there, they give you the wrong drugs. Well, guess what? He can help with that. And he doesn't charge a dime for any of his consultations. He doesn't get paid a dime until you win your case. And if you're in an accident and you can't afford to go to a doctor because you don't have insurance or for whatever reason, guess what? He's going to set you up. They'll even get an Uber to get you there. Based here in Houston, but practices everywhere in the great state of Texas. And I'm telling you, he's handled a bunch of things for me. He's handled a bunch of things for the Blitzers. He is LT Great Tejano, and he will fight for you. Contact him now at 713-626-8900 or on Twitter at LawyerDaveLaw, LawyerDave.com, or you can hit me up and I'll get you those numbers. Need a lawyer? Better dial Dave. It's like ESPN 97.5. I assumed you knew. 